Good afternoon, America. This time, I got it right because I didn't want to lie to you guys. It is like 1 p.m. This week, I'm working in the afternoon and about like, I don't know, an hour ago, I tried recording this podcast, but I just like, I didn't have anything to talk about, so I kind of just deleted it. I was like, uh, it's cool. I'm not going to throw a podcast out there just for throwing the podcast out there. But then I remember there are some things that I want to talk about, so that's what I'm going to do. And if you're new to this podcast, hello, my name is Ashley. This is the Shenanigans Pod. I really try to not promote my um, podcast on social media because, like, oh, I don't care. Like, mm. some people are just too cool for me, and I don't want them seeing this, basically. And my podcast listeners have really gone down, like, there's zero people listening to my podcast besides probably you know me myself and I and like another person so that's what's going on but today we're going to be talking about gentrification the favorite topic of the Kimmy Schmidt show unbreakable wow it's called unbreakable and I call it the Kimmy Schmidt show uh that does not make sense and resistance bands because i got some in the mail today and also amazon so apparently the guy who owns or the ceo or whatever amazon guy he's not like the richest man ever in this world with a fortune of 90 billion dollars shooketh right like um I ordered something that would get here on Friday, and it got here today, and today's Thursday, and I'm shook by that, but also kind of like, I don't know, like, I I don't really like ordering from Amazon because I don't really know about the working conditions that people are in, even though we're in the States, and I used to be kind of those, like, Amazon customers who kind of, like, complained and stuff like that, but now I think, like... (sighs) Jesus Christ, uh, it doesn't matter if I don't get my resistance bands right away, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that, but since I have, like, a credit card with them, and I didn't get paid until Friday, I was like, I'm just gonna order my resistance bands with them, because I, I, okay, so, technically, I couldn't wait, but whatever, leave me alone, alright, that being said, let's talk about the resistance bands before we talk about tacos against gentif- gentif- gentrification. Damn, that word is hard. Um, Alright, so I ordered some resistance bands, and the brand is Inmaker, and they sell it at um, Amazon. I don't know what's up with my ums today. Usually, I keep them under control. So, they come in a resistance of 10, 15, 20, 30, and 40 pounds. I grabbed the 10 one. And it was just too flimsy, so I went for the um, 20, still too flimsy. Then I grabbed the, I think I ended up working with the 30 pound one, which is the second to most resistance. And I did a couple of workouts I saw on YouTube. I can't remember the name, but if you Google glute workouts, you should find a blonde girl who has glute workouts and so I was like okay I'll just do this and I honest to god I have never seen myself sweat like other than maybe once or twice in my entire life I've done everything except you know hot yoga and you know random like gym stuff but I've been in this thing called the temascal which is basically a sauna or a hot bath I don't know what they call it in the states and still like I don't sweat I mean you can't tell you could Basically, you're covered in mud and water and a bunch of shit, but you could tell if you're sweating, and I was not sweating. 
and so I just did these little um, three sets of of like six different little resistance band workouts I, I know I say things wrong but I can't help myself you know English is my second language and they're pretty cool and I was sweating and I was like shook by that because I don't sweat Okay, the sweating was very minimal, but I feel so proud of myself. And also, I've been trying to, like, hydrate myself. So, I'm... You're supposed to drink your weight divided by 2 in ounces. So, I end up having to drink 60-something ounces. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I weigh, like, 124. So, I... I Eight cups is good enough, so that's what I've been doing, and so forth. I'm on like I'm halfway there. I'm on my fourth cup, and I'll just drink two cups when I'm at work, cause I get a break and a lunch. And if I want, I could take another break. I know this is very strange for you guys to hear. Like I don't drink water. I just don't because that's just my life. Like I tell people, I never drink water. I just I only drink coffee. That's the only type of like sometimes I'll go like a day without eating, but I know that I have had coffee. And that's really bad and I have like dry lips and dry skin. This is actually sounding really gross and I have headaches and my skin like usually breaking out. So that's why the water thing is important to me. And I don't, like, a lot of people say there might be, like, a detox stage where, like, your body is, like, detoxing. I don't think that happens if you're drinking the regular amount of water that you're supposed to. That's, like, if you're drinking a gallon or two of water, which, honestly, there's no reason to, like, make your body go through that. So, why would you do that? That's just my personal opinion. Alright, let's go back to the resistance workout bands because I was really, really excited. As most of you guys know, I'm broke, but also I have anxiety, so I don't see myself going to the gym anytime soon. And I've done, a, like, a lot of squats and a bunch of things and all that jazz. But, um, I don't know. I'm never really consistent and doing squats on your own, like just squats by themselves, that doesn't do much because it only, uh, as far as I know, there's three parts of your like glutes or whatever that you're supposed to work out. So you're not getting all three. And I've been looking at like Instagram videos from girls and pretty much they all do the same thing and they all have workout like bands. So I thought that'd be pretty cool for me to do. And the thing that inspired me, you guys, was actually pretty gay. I saw this girl, and, and she's very, very skinny. I never thought much of her. I always see her wearing sporty things. I, I'm honestly, like, if, like, this is, these are things other people would notice, but I just don't care. So I was, like, looking at her, and her butt was, like, I don't know. There was just something about it, and I could tell it's the kind of butt you get with, like, working out. And I was like, wow, she's so skinny. But, like, usually, this is really gay. The butts you look at are, like, you know, the big booties. <laughs> and But those are natural booties. Like, these girls have, they do nothing to get that booty because that's just the booty they have. So, when I saw her, I was like, whoa, I could, like, I could work out and potentially look like that. And... So I feel like that could add some confidence into my life because we all know how important butts are since Kim Kardashian came on here and ruined things for all us. Well, actually, she she did great things because though I'm 
all skinny, I'm on the curvier side of this world, which like back in the day girls were like oh my butt's too big my thighs are too fat blah blah like these are problems that even if you don't actually technically have those problems you think about like a girl told me i really like um your thigh high boots and your like skinny jeans they look good on you because your thighs are skinny and i was like shook you know because nobody has ever told me that everybody tells me the exact opposite and i think it's sad that people feel like that like i can't wear this because my thighs are too fat like really i would wear them because my thighs were too fat basically this whole stupid argument was just so you could get some resistance workout pants now we are moving on to the part of this so this is all really weird if you're a guy and you're like do you, i don't I don't see the point of me getting resistance workout bands. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what's going on here. If you guys hear random noise, it's probably because I still haven't calmed down from all the like jumping I did and because I have the resistance band in my hands. So let's move on to tacos against gentrification. And I hope that one day I talked about Cade because I feel like I wanted to talk about their transition, but I didn't. Uh, I don't know. Alright, so recently, so tacos against gentrification, that's what I was talking about. So if you guys ever hear me repeat myself, it's because I have to separate these podcasts in like periods of like five minutes. Alright. So, there was a KTLA segment talking about Compton being the new real estate hotspot, and it kind of, like, went two ways, I feel. Like, there's a couple of things you can talk about. First of all, it was very weird, and the guy doing this, I don't understand what his purpose was. He was just showing off his three-bedroom, 400k house in Compton. And so, all these comments were about caucasian euro-american non-people of color talking about i would never move there you can pay me to move there and also being racist but also people of color saying the same thing i got out of hood i don't want to go back a bunch of stuff like that but just because those people say those things doesn't mean that other people won't think oh my god i'm gonna move to compton because this is gonna sound dumb but we we've got a target we've got a bunch of random little food places that are really close to the freeway so mike's jersey subs random little things like that chipotle stuff that i don't care about the ross the marshalls the petco the best buy the ulta the all these random things that um attract business and people and i don't really know if that's like a factor into when you're purchasing um a house but definitely it's there the only thing we don't have is a movie theater so and and basically this guy's like okay like move to compton it's cool it's not that bad which honestly like i have so many things to say about that because I lived in an okay block, but like the block in front of me to the side was really bad. I couldn't walk through there. The other block was really bad. I couldn't walk through there. All those blocks I could probably walk through now, but I'm old enough to not walk through there. So I have a car. I'm not going to walk through there. But to say like you can go out 
like and and just, just that's pretty naive you know it's i think anywhere it's pretty naive that you could think that you could walk out and be safe for any other reason like i wouldn't necessarily walk in Oregon at night because, I mean, there's animals and stuff like that. So that is that. And, and the first thing that came to my mind was like gentrification, people buying properties for profit and, you know, random people like moving here and forcing other people out. And, but before I move on to that part, let me just say like Compton is very diverse just because there's a lot of people below near or at the poverty line doesn't mean that everyone in compton is poor that's just like not true there's many people that have money there's many people that are business owners there's it's very like diverse and i feel that that applies to like pretty much every city so don't talk about compton like it's this bad horrible thing okay it is not it is definitely not but let's not let the other people know because they'll might like they might want to move here which brings me to the tacos against gentrification as soon as i saw that ktla segment i was like we need to unite and organize this can't be happening in my town because we've seen the bronx we've seen the bay like we can't have that happening funny enough someone is organizing something and i was like so shook by that and so i don't remember what it's called but i it might have been something gentrification or, or like our city something and then at the bottom it said tacos and beer and i was like yes that's the compton way to do it against gentrification so hopefully this whole gibberish made sense um, it's really hard to get your thoughts out coherently when you don't write anything down and you see I don't enunciate words which brings me to my next point usually I have like a song or a poem that I want to share with you guys today this week I'm gonna have a youtuber so I'm gonna pause for a second and then I'm gonna tell you about the youtuber so the youtuber that I want to share with you her name is Jessica Kelgreen dash whoever she's married to because I can't quite remember so the reason I like her so much is just literally because of how she is so she is I'm guessing the proper term is death and she has like she's visually sort of impaired like she can't see out of one eye and then she has two genetic disorders which makes you it makes me sound like I'm describing someone who's like terribly ill and like no you look at her and you're not gonna see any of what i just mentioned but it's there nonetheless so it it um you know it does have its things that it causes but i've never seen someone like have air quotes so many problems and be so fine and so she talks about this too and it's really weird that i'm talking about it the way she doesn't want people to talk about it but that's just the way that i can describe it so my two favorite videos are when she talks about her two genetic disorders and another one about when she comes out because it's really really funny so but other than that i've watched every video she has explaining everything you know about her and i'm gonna start watching all the other ones because yeah I don't know so it's, it's really cool and I think she's gonna inspire me to enunciate the words that 
I don't enunciate because honestly, I just think it's cool to like put words together or say them the wrong way. Like I love saying schedule. I know it's not the American way to pronounce it, but that's just what I do. But there, I have a coworker who's deaf, so she's always reading lips. And when I talk, she can't read it because she can't read them because, again, I don't enunciate words, which is a thing that Americans have. They don't enunciate words. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's that. And honestly, I th I think I was feeling the like little endorphins you get when you work out because. I was like super sad and then I'm like okay I don't know so another thing that I want to mention before I leave you guys is that I'm working at night this week then I'm working in the morning next week so but I don't go to school so it's really really weird to like not worry about homework like I want to stress out about something but really there's nothing to stress out about so I'm quite excited about this and um i got a lot of reflecting to do because it's gonna be a new year and i'm one of those bitches like new year new me every year i gotta be a new person so i'm gonna do that oh and the very last thing that i want to mention is like self-promotion because you know when you do a good deed you're supposed to just make it about yourself so I've been asking everybody, oh, what did you get for Christmas? Did you get anybody anything? I was like, I only got my nephew and my sister something because I didn't have any money. And that's really like all I care about was baby and I wanted to do something nice for my sister. So I've been telling everybody I received nothing and I gave nothing. And that is not true. Um, I think I may have mentioned this briefly that... My family in Mexico does this thing where, like, they pick a family, so, so then you give them gifts, but because, you know, it's like, it's really about, like, sort of helping someone. You don't really give toys that much, and the reason I didn't give toys was because I couldn't find any. So I went to Ross, and I picked out this really cute outfit. I didn't go for the cheap stuff. I went for the, like, nice stuff, because it was for, like, a nine-year-old boy, and I wanted him to be, you know cool and hip so i picked out uh i think it was an outfit a sweater some socks and it may have been something else i don't remember and then i did the same for a two-year-old boy and i like i was trying to find toys but where i work sold out of toys so i couldn't get him anything and then so i think back and i was like oh wow i did do something like i didn't have any gifts but i gave a gift and that was that was super cool and my entire family did this so like I don't know, I think that's so much better than just being so frivolous and buying all these toys for one little kid when you know that there are other people in need. And I hope that I can make my child understand one day, like if I have one, that Christmas shouldn't be so fucking frivolous and it should be more about like giving instead of receiving. As Joey said, as we 